Hello, you're listening to Chase Your Enthusiasm with your host, Chase Elaine O'Donnell. That's me. Hello. Wow. So happy to be here. This is the Self-Accountability Podcast, where each week I take on a challenge that can bring joy to an otherwise hectic schedule, because why not? Right? Why not? This season is all about you. I'm learning what makes you happy and trying it out for myself. This week is such a fun one. I have comedian Josh Waldron joining me. He is so funny, one of uh, my good friends. But before we get into that interview, I just want to um, go over some housework. What's the word? I just want to go do some spring cleaning. You know what I mean. I'm going to go over my stand updates. So um, I'll be in Omaha over New Year's at the Funny Bone. I'm actually getting more and more excited about those shows. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's called the Comedy Trifecta. So there's going to be three um, comedians in the show. We each do 30 minutes. So we're all technically headlining. Um, and I'm really excited. I, you know, like I said last week, like who doesn't want to go to Omaha for New Year's? It's kind of like... It's always been a dream of mine to be in Nebraska for the holidays. So uh, if you're going to be in Nebraska for the holidays and you don't have plans, I think now you do. Now you do. Uh, moving on in January 14th and 15th, I'll be at the Brea Improv opening for Christina P. And then the 21st and 22nd, I'll be in New York at the Gramercy Theater opening for Christina P. And that's her Netflix special. So that's going to be a big deal show. I'm going to be a nervous wreck. It's not even my Netflix special. I'm going to be a nervous wreck. I'm only doing like it's an, it has nothing to do with me. And I already know I'm going to be freaking out. So I'm just going to try to enjoy it. Um, but hope, hope you come out to any of those shows if you are in the area. Last week, I mentioned that I was going to be going to The Moth, which is a live storytelling show um, to try to get get up and tell my sweet life of Zach and Cody story. Um, I went, they only offer 10 slots. And uh, I think everyone had the same idea as me. It was jam packed. I don't know how many people signed up, but probably hundreds. Uh, fun, funny, f kind of funny. The only people that got called up were middle-aged white men. And I was there with my friend Viani and she goes, wow, white men have a lot to say. They have a lot to say. I kind of was like, okay, can we have a little diversity? It was the same story over and over and over again, but it was a good experience. I'm glad I went. Honestly, sometimes it's more fun to go and not perform, just watch. It makes it more relaxing. So it was a good time. I headed straight from the moth straight to my shows in Orlando. And if if you were at those shows this weekend, they were so much fun. I really enjoyed Orlando. I really did. I didn't know I'd enjoy it so much. The week before I was in San Antonio, I've just been traveling a lot. It's been a bit of a whirlwind. So I'm excited to have like a little bit of a break this week, being home for Christmas. And I just love Christmas. I want to say it's my favorite holiday. You know, we have the music. This Christmas music, like right up my alley right up my alley. I do love a good Christmas song. Specifically, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. I would play it right now, but I don't know if I'm allowed to with copyright infringement. 
all I want for Christmas <laughs> just kidding I won't sing it um anyways I hope that whatever you're doing for the holidays you have a lovely time I know you know holidays and spending time with family can be stressful um it also can be stressful if you're not spending time with family and you're just alone and if that's the case I hope that you um I hope that you get some quality like alone time in and order in Chinese food and and set goals and and relax and have a really nice time regardless. If you're working, should I just go through every checklist of what people are doing over the holidays? Whatever you're doing, I hope it's a good one. Um, I personally like playing games. I'm a big board game fan, so I'm going to recommend when I'm with my family that we play some good old-fashioned games. Scategories is one of my favorites. Look it up if you haven't haven't heard of it. Okay, anyways, enough about the holidays. <sighs> Have we had enough of that segment? We're going to just jump right into my interview with Josh Waldron. He's so funny. I wanted to find out what made him happiest. So here you go. Hi, Josh. Thank you for being here. Hi, Chase. Thank you for having me. You recently recorded a stand-up special, Chosen None. It's out on YouTube and where else? Spotify? Where else can everyone watch it? It's on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, iTunes. I just got an email a couple of days ago that it's on something called Deezer, which is a streaming service I'd never heard of, uh, oh, but nice. cool, but, but sweet. Uh, it'll be on SoundCloud soon. It'll be on iTunes soon. And then I think that's it. There might be one or two more that, again, I don't even know about, but yeah. That's yeah. I think, I think we named them all. That's yeah. Yeah. Every single one. Um, and the artwork for your chosen none photo, how did you come up with that? Cause it's, I love it. And so, I want to know how you came up with the name because it's also so clever and funny. Oh, okay. So chosen none, the name comes that there's two things. Uh, one, it's a, a, a low key Harry Potter reference. Cause it's uh Harry Potter has been, always on my mind and in my life like since I've started reading it for some reason I still listen to the audiobooks all the time and then the chosen nun kind of has a, a a bit of a dual meaning where it's like I do personally think my life is like meant to be but then I also realize I'm like insignificant in the grand scheme of the world so it's like sure I might be chosen but I'm still like nothing in in the universe you know so this kind of reminds me <clears throat> of uh you've talked about this before your josh taxes where like your life is so great but because of having a great life you have to pay some josh taxes and a lot right. of times that comes in the form of like getting a ticket or doing like uh explain your josh tax theory because it's 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 really something I think the the way I helped you with it, the way I explained it to you is because you're like really upset about like a parking ticket, but it was like a parking ticket you got after we had a really good show. So I was like, yeah, that I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you, but it's like a little chase tax, you know, like, oh, we got to have a good night and a good show. And you kind of had to pay $70 to, uh, to do that. I actually recently had a Josh tax. I went to go visit my mom and have like a really good couple of days with her. I haven't really spent a lot of time with my mom over the last couple of years. And I walk out to my car on the third day and uh, I guess my car's not as shiny as other people's car, but one of her neighbors thought it was abandoned and towed it 
from in front of my mom's house. And I had to get it like re-registered to get out. So it ended up being like a $700 Josh tax that uh, luckily mom helped out with a little bit, but that one was an unfortunate one. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, but that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a Josh tax. That's that, I got, I got a heavy Josh tax on that one. Yeah. Well, going back to um, your special really fast, how nervous were you or excited or what was the feeling going into taping it? Uh, I felt really good. I felt really ready. Um, uh, we did it at a certain place in San Diego for the on the Don't Tell venues that we had done a bunch of times. And when we had come back to doing shows uh, after the pandemic, you, you know that I host a lot of the shows that I do. So after like four in a row, people had come up to me afterwards and they were like, hey, are we, can we see you do longer? Like how you're only like there, there for so short at the front. And after like the fourth time that happened, I was like, all right, let me see if I can do something about that. So I talked yeah. to the, fa- <laughs> it felt really good. I talked to the founder of Don't Tell Kyle and I said, hey, can I just use one of the nights uh, to film the special? And he said, yeah, sure. As long as you you got it, you take care of everything. I, I, hire, I hired a local San Diego production company and they were great. Like, and wow. yeah, they made it, they made it look and sound really good. I'm going to put the link to everything in the bio of this episode and um, I'll share it out so everyone listening can watch or listen as well. The, uh, the artwork came because I was just talking to my buddy, Andrew Arolfo and some other friends about like what I wanted to, it was a little bit inspired by the Drake album where he's like facing the profile and got the clouds behind it. And then, uh, and then the animated, so I, I can show it to you later, but I basically, again, another Harry Potter reference. One of my best friends in comedy is this guy, Teddy Tutson and his uh, girlfriend, uh, is a really good artist. And she had drawn me this like really cool, Um, just like art of Harry Potter. And I said, Hey, can you take this idea that I have? And then can you apply your artwork to it? And then the idea that I had came from a a comedian, Andrew Rolfel, his first uh, suggestion was to have my bun, like exploding into fireworks (laughs) of uh, different, different ideas. Like every spark of the firework would be another bit. That is a cool idea, but it's way more involved you know what mm-hmm. i mean in detail so then i thought oh a light bulb as the bun would be a good idea too because that's all my ideas oh i love that oh i'm glad i asked yeah that was a good <laughs> answer oh thank you for asking i haven't yeah. been able to, yeah no one's really asked yeah <laughs> now i've changed the format for season two of this nice. show which is now uh hearing other people's passions because I really I really ran through all the ones I could think of for myself so I'm interested to see like besides stand-up um obviously you're passionate about writing jokes and performing um is there a hobby that you uh enjoy doing that just makes you happy Yeah. Uh, First of all, congrats on like making the decision to switch the format because I did listen to a bunch of your episodes before. You're just so enthusiastic and so good at describing yourself. So it was like for you to be like, you know what, I'm going to switch it because it doesn't seem like that in your head. You're like, I need to talk about other people, but it still sounded fun. You still sounded fun talking about yourself. Thank you. Yeah. But uh, (laughs) so for me, the non-comedy thing for me, I guess it's like, it's, it's like a mini double answer where it's, um, I do like just like dancing and like positive energy and just a lot of the times, like I'll be standing in like a Ralph's just like shopping and then a song I come on, I'm like, oh my God, I love this song. And then it's just a little shoulder, you know, you, you got the, yeah, yeah. You, you'll throw a shoulder. Yeah, yeah I know in the there. shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, to be honest, it, this sounds weird to be like a hobby, but I, for a long time, especially before a pandemic, I would go to a lot of like 
raves and EDM shows. And, and eventually I, I got involved to the point where two of my close friends that I met at these shows, they teach a twerk shop. Their, oh their business is, their business is called the Twerkaholics. They, they say, it doesn't matter how much dancer, butt experience you have, they will teach anybody how to twerk. And uh, they became like the main twerk team for the main DJ of one of the ships. So I got to go to a lot of cool events and cool um, uh, shows with them and, and host parts of their shows and do that. And there was this one time where they were, they were, ho- they were teaching a twerk shop and basically, you know, I'm dressed up in an EDM costume and I've got a wireless mic and I'm just running around being crazy. And I would go up to, uh, I would go up to people and try to hype them up about twerking and dancing and just being involved. And uh, I, after one of them, a girl comes up to me, just, you know, nice little shy little girl. And she just comes up to me. She goes, thank you so much for making me get up and dance. That is something I never would have done. Like I, I feel, I just feel so good. And it's like, it feels, I'm, I'm glad I actually got out and did that. And that is where I thought like, oh, this is more than just going out and partying and dancing. It, it really is about making people feel like happy and good and, and comfortable in themselves in this environment that they might not be able to get themselves to do those things. I am so glad that you're on this podcast because going to a rave or EDM is on the lowest of the low on my um, things to do. So I'm so excited I get to try this. Yeah, you got it as soon as they fire back up. Well, I think what I'm going to have to do for the challenge this week is take a twerk class. Right? Yeah. When's the next time you and Christina are in SF because that's where they teach the classes. Really? Well, yeah. Uh, I don't think I've got any on the. I don't have. I don't have Sam Fran on the list. But I actually have a friend. I was in a show with, um, in L.A. We were like in a musical, but she turned into like a really famous twerker, uh, and her. Her company is Twerk is in the name also. And Good. She's, she's based in L.A. So do you want to take a twerk class together? I will absolutely take a twerk class with you. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to have to look up the schedule. Um, yeah. I'll, I'm always available. I, again, I, I, I got a little experience, you know, so I could, I could yeah. stand out in the class right away. Um, Honestly. Okay. So I'm, I am surrounded by a lot of people that go to raves and are into that. And I've never done it. When you said I was in an EDM costume, I don't even know what that is. Neon. Or what is <laughs> there's a, a lot of costume? There's a lot of neons, so you're on the right track. Uh, but to be honest, there's um, it's really whatever it's it's partly whatever you want, and then some of a lot of the festivals do theme nights, like they'll do a gold night, they'll do 80s, obviously, everyone loves an 80s costume. Uh, they'll do like aliens, they'll do I like Ali Makovsky actually went with uh, she went and performed on one of the last rave cruises we went on. There was she was an alien, I was like a, a sexy men in black. Uh, but then there's there's like another costume that I just generally wear to everyone, which is you probably I posted pictures of it where I have the crown butterfly wings this like yeah. uh this like rainbow crop top and that's just the fa- fa- the fairy king that's a character that I have at uh every rave uh Alex Hooper has his uh thing that he wore on AGT that he actually does at every single rave he goes to so it's it's the the joke that I made at one of the sh- raves that I performed at was I said it looks like everybody was bitten by their radioactive imagination because you're really just wearing whatever it is your brain wants you to actually wear and there's no fear no one's going to judge you you can wear literally whatever your heart desires now what what are the drugs people take at 
or is everyone sober? <laughs> uh, I don't think there's ever been a sober rave, at least not okay. since, I don't know, like the biblical times, you know, when they just didn't know where the drugs were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the drug was faith. Um, uh, well, the drug okay. is the, they're excited about God. I, I honestly didn't uh, know if we would broach the drug topic, but um, that actually <laughs> goes into why I, I look at it as like a passion slash uh, a hobby is because <laughs> um, there, this, this, <laughs> the, the psychedelics are the main one, right? So it's like you do like a mushrooms, you do an acid, you do them both. That's called the galaxy flip. I, I honestly learn and grow. I know it sounds silly to say you're doing this at a party, but I honestly found a comfort in my own brain and kind of like skin that I, I always knew was there because I do feel comfortable with myself, but it's like, I feel like I unlocked another level. So yes, you're going there to party and have fun and do these drugs or whatever. But if you find the right combination of all of them, you actually unlock this level of comfort in yourself that maybe you didn't have before. What's, what's one of the most profound things you've come to realize on, uh, acid slash mushrooms uh it's so funny you asked me this because i've actually never really even voiced this thought to anybody or anything maybe a a small handful of people but to be honest it was honestly a a level of comfort in like my girl brain like i've i'm obviously a a dude and i you know maybe early on in my life i grew up in a small kind of like hick ish town where i tried to to, backville that's where i grew up california Uh, Yep. Two prisons and an outlet mall. Uh, (laughs) but they, um, you know, I tried to be the sports bro who gets beers and like plays football. That just wasn't me. And so like over time, you're more comfortable in your skin. And at that specific one, that trip that I was telling you where I was walking and having the profound thought, it, it really is just being like, man, maybe my brain really does side more on the traditionally feminine side of thinking and it's just that, that comfort, it, it made me a little happier because it's like, you're, you're not really trying to be something that you're not. I love that. Well, yeah. Cause they say it's all just like a spectrum mm-hmm. and like everyone falls in a different, and like, that's so interesting. Like the way your brain sees the world is more feminine. Yeah. Um, and wow. then like, I, and then like being okay with that and just being like, oh, that's who I am. Yeah. I, I had realized that most like my life when I tried to be the party dude, bro, with the single guys, like I I was never super happy. I was never productive. And as my life has made more friends with couples, like all of my closest friend groups are like people in multi-year relationships or married. And that's when I've been my, like felt my happiest, even though I'm not in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. That's another good answer. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Thanks. Thanks for answering that so poetically. Well, um, thanks for the good question, Chase. <laughs> my God, just you're welcome. <laughs> um, okay, so is is Molly ever taken at these raves? I feel like I hear that that one thrown out a lot. Constantly. Constantly. Uh, it, but yeah. you go for the heart. Is <laughs> acid and mushrooms is even stronger than Molly, right? Well, Molly is more. It's in. <laughs> You know, for lack of a better phrase, it's in the meth family. And yes, it is. Oh my God. (laughs) But for me, I actually, so when I was younger and like going to like dance, just just basically dancing nonstop, I I would do Molly and it feels good and stuff. But then the after effects Molly, um, like my, makes my back hurt and you know, it it lowers uh, uh, your serotonin. There's like a serotonin withdrawal that I don't always experience because I'm a generally happy person, but 
I, it does hit me a little. Plus I, I, I'm on a little bit of a break, but I, I did, I do smoke a lot of weed. So that does help with the, uh, serotonin withdrawal. But, uh, for me, if I were to do Molly, it would, I would do it with one of the psychedelics just because, you know, if you do with these psychedelic drugs, uh, mushrooms just got approved by the FDA to treat depression because they're a legit brain resetter. Acid can do the same thing to you, just change your perspective on the texture of the world. So there is the possibility of a bad trip. And for me, if you uh, do the Molly, which is um, the pure ecstasy, it's supposed to be a happy drug. If you if you mix it with one of these brain things, you're increasing the odds that you're going to have a positive trip and not go into the bad stuff. Oh. I'm so happy that your hobby is drugs. This is so (laughs) (laughs) See, that's, I tried to say it was like, I wanted it to be like EDM and dancing, but then I was like, well, this is really, it's really just. I still think I should do a twerk class this week, but. On drugs, on Molly. On Molly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cause you're at, I was, it was such a a weird thing for me to sit and realize. Cause I was like, do I have hobbies? Like all I do is kind of like. (laughs) work and do stand up. Like I couldn't think of anything. So I was like, I guess this is the closest one I have, which is dancing and drugs. That in theory sounds so much fun to me. For me personally, I'm like, oh, that sounds exhausting, but I'm going to try it out this week. This is going to be my (laughs) try out. (laughs) You come alive. Just I'm like so hearing, excited. hearing you be like, I'm in your pleasant, like chase, uh, energy, be like, I'm going to try a twerk class. And, and so <laughs> your Molly. hobby is drugs. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> your hobby is drugs. Just to hear that said to me, it's like, damn, Josh, is it? No, no, it's, <laughs> no, it's great. It's, it's I needed great. to hear it. When the wings and the crown come on, I'm like a different person. <laughs> what is it? The fairy king? The fairy king. Um, it's so funny because when we started this conversation and you were like, you know, dance, I like to just like dance every now and then. I was like, perfect, I'll take a ballet class this week. <laughs> and it just went in a whole other direction. So a twerk class on Molly. Yeah, I bet yeah, you there's I'm, no way you saw that coming. I'm really excited uh for this challenge if you would have been like what is uh what are three dance moves you could picture chase ever doing i don't know if i ever would have guessed working so like (laughs) this is good i think i've taken one twerk class eight years ago and okay you know so i'm a little rusty Uh, Uh, rusty twerk a rusty twerker is a fun concept as well you know because the year (laughs) (laughs) see ya see ya wasn't expecting that to be honest (laughs) i mean it's josh i mean maybe i was um but what a fun hobby doing drugs and dancing you know like that's fun so um we're gonna take a really quick break a little quick break and when we come back uh we'll talk to you about how this challenge went see you soon Take it away. 
hi, we're back. That was me participating in a twerk class. Now, um, I'm sure you all are aware COVID is coming back strong with a vengeance and it's spreading like wildfire. It is very difficult at the moment, especially in LA, to find an actual live twerk class to go to. So what I ended up doing was going on YouTube and finding, I just searched twerk class online and I took the class and I tell ya, it was so much fun. I do enjoy a good ballet class, but it's so serious. And there's something about being in a ballet class where the teacher is watching you and you feel like you have to be like perfect technique and, uh, you know, land my double turn and whatever. Um, this class was just fun. I felt like, it, well, first of all, no one was watching because I was in my bedroom doing it on YouTube. And it was just silly. It was just silly. And I had a blast. So Josh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that, for that recommendation because, oh, did I have a good time? I really recommend everybody goes online and does a twerk class. Um, was I on Molly? No. I'm, I'm, I really hate to break the news to you. I couldn't get my hands on any. I mean, if you have a hookup, you gotta let me know. Um, but I, I did it sober and it was still just as fun. I just wanna like, little side note, since this is a podcast and you can't really, um, you couldn't see me doing the, the twerk out unless you were watching on YouTube. Um, I'm not, I'm just gonna toot my own horn for a second. I think I was pretty good at, I think I was pretty good at twerking. If that's what twerking is, oh. I think I might be a natural, a natural twerker. What am I doing with the mic? Um, all right, so a few things that made me happy this week besides the twerk class. I watched the Friends reunion. I know it came out last year in 2020. I just got to it. It was on the plane flying home from Orlando um, and it made me so happy. It was really fun seeing the Friends cast reunited, and oh, did I cry? Yes. Yes, I did cry, but it was happy tears. Um, and then I also watched Respect on the Plane, which is the Aretha Franklin movie. And that one I cried, but it was not happy tears. It was like, that was, oh, it was heart-wrenching, but beautiful. It was beautiful. It was such a good movie, and I feel like it didn't get the respect that it deserved. I think we all need to go out and watch that movie. Oh my God. But what, what I really took away from it, which I don't know if I was supposed to take it, take this away from it. Um, Aretha Franklin had a baby at 12 years old. Isn't that really young? Is that just, is that just my opinion? Is everyone else like, that's not that old. I'm kidding. We all, everyone knows that's really young to have a baby. It's arguably too young to have a child. She had a child at 12, and then she had another child at 14. I, and they don't really address it, which I feel like should have been addressed way more. It needed to be addressed way more. Like that should have been the whole movie. 
you could write a movie about someone giving birth at 12 years old and have a whole plot right there. It wasn't even touched on. It was just like, oh yeah, and she had a baby at 12. Oh my God, poor Aretha. There's no way she wanted to have a baby at 12. That seems like it was against her will. Oh my gosh. But she went on to become like, you know, one of the greats of all time. We all know Aretha. And it was really fun listening to the songs. They were all such great hits. She had she had 10 albums before her first hit. So that's just that just goes to show keep keep at it because <laughs> You know, it might not be the first, it might not be the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. The Most people would have given up, I think. I certainly would have. I certainly would have said, you know what, maybe music isn't for me. But she kept going and I'm so glad she did. So that's a really good movie. I, I do highly recommend The Friends Reunion and Respect. Those are my, those are my two cents for the week. Uh, before we go... I wanted to do a little um, crazy sexy love note, which I like to do every now and then with you, just to set an intention for the upcoming week. So I'm going to just pick a random one. I'm doing it right now off, off screen. Sorry, you can't see. Okay. Oh. Oh, it says, spruce up your nest. It's time for a little spring cleaning. Well, We'll call it winter cleaning. Your home is sacred and your surroundings matter. Honor where you charge and fill it with beauty. Make space by giving away or donating what you need. I mean, what you don't need. Uh, your clutter could be someone else's gold. Plus, when we have less to process physically, we have more room to process things emotionally. Isn't that right? A clear head, a new room, for great art awaits. Spruce up your fabulous nest. I love that and I'll tell you why. I was going to take a couple of the days I have off this week and clean out my closet and just donate and get rid of things. There's so many people that could use things in my closet that are just sitting there and have been sitting there for a long time. So if you have any downtime um, over this holiday break, that would be... Um, that would be a nice thing to do just to kind of feel like going into the new year, you've gotten rid of some junk. So, so I'm going to take that advice. I hope you do too. If you have time, listen, no pressure if you don't. Um, all right. I am so happy that you hung out with me for the past little bit. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I will see you next week with a new challenge. I highly suggest you hop in a twerk class because if you just want to smile and have fun, that's the way to do it. And um, I'll see you next week. Get out there and chase your enthusiasm. Bum, 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 bum.